The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 2nd of August. In your squeeze today, Labor calls for Australia to refuse a visa to controversial conservative Rahim Kassam, New South Wales abortion laws, Steve Smith's century, and lime and almond slice. This is your squeeze today. Before we get into it, just a bit of background on who Rahim Kassam is. He's a 33-year-old British man. He's the son of Tanzanian immigrants. He's a former practicing Muslim turned atheist and a prominent figure in conservative politics. On that score, he's worked as a senior advisor to Chief Brexiteer Nigel Farage. He's the former editor-in-chief of Breitbart's London Bureau and now editor of Human Events, both notably right-wing publications. Claire, Kassam is scheduled to come to Sydney to speak at Australia's first Conservative Political Action Conference. That's on next week. But some aren't happy about the visit. Labor particularly aren't happy about it. They've turned it into a political issue that was really a highlight of uh, the last sitting day of the week in Parliament yesterday. Labor's Foreign Affairs spokeswoman, Christina Keneally, has been leading the charge to have Kassam's visa cancelled. But yesterday, when Anthony Albanese asked Scott Morrison about it in in Parliament, uh, Morrison put up his immigration minister who said that he wouldn't comment on Kassam's case specifically, but said that just because people have a controversial view, uh, they really do have to balance that uh, freedom of speech principle when they're considering those sorts of visas. What's Labor's argument for them calling for his visa to be cancelled? Comments that he's made in the past that they say is really uh, inciting hate speech and we're talking about things like calling the Quran fundamentally evil and having some pretty personal things to say also uh, about various politicians, particularly the Scottish National Party leader Nicola Sturgeon. So it's an issue given the conference is heading into next week that will probably keep bubbling along. There's been another apparent sighting of Briash, Migelski and Cam McLeod, this time thousands of kilometres from where they were last seen. Yeah, 2,300 kilometres from where, where they were seen. It's an unconfirmed... It is, yeah. and it's an unconfirmed report. Police haven't been able to nail that down. Of course, they were talking yesterday about the challenges of that search, that search around Gillam, uh, which was quite a way away from where those alleged crimes have uh, been committed. Um Uh, They're saying that they've got to scale that back, um, but they're not giving up yet. And they say uh, yesterday that we will not stop until there is a resolution, which is a pretty big commitment. Some saying that it would be quite incredible if they'd survived living in that wild country. And on this story today, Aussie Lucas Fowler will be farewelled by family and friends at a memorial service in Sydney. Abortion laws have been dominating parliamentary debate in New South Wales, Claire. And yesterday, a bill was introduced into the New South Wales Parliament that would decriminalise abortion in the state. Hundreds of protesters rallied there. Uh, They were mainly on the pro-life side. Uh, The bill has 15 co-sponsors from across politics, of course not uh, supported by the very conservative sides of politics in the New South Wales Parliament, and it will be fiercely debated over the next few days, if not weeks. Currently in New South Wales, women are able to have a lawful abortion if their physical or mental health is in danger from a pregnancy, but procuring an unlawful abortion has been a criminal offence in the state since 1900. What would change under this bill? 
The change would remove that criminal element. So uh, essentially it would be decriminalised, that part of being able to send women to jail for procuring what is considered to be an unlawful abortion. Hamza bin Laden, the son of al-Qaeda founder Osama bin Laden, has reportedly been killed by a US airstrike, though we don't have any details on where or when. It's notable because uh, the American government had only quite recently offered a $1 million reward for information that would lead to his capture. Uh, They're concerned about him and were concerned about him because it was thought that he was being groomed by his father, Osama bin Laden, to take over al-Qaeda and that terrorist network. Um, Al-Qaeda is still a thing, of course. It's still uh, in the background there and particularly uh, when it comes to talking uh, about what's going to happen in Afghanistan. It's one of those chief concerns. And how about it? After almost two years of consistent declines, Australian property prices stabilised in July. An incredible result given what's happened over the last 18 months to two years or so with property prices uh, across those capitals when you look at all of them, home prices rose by 0.1% uh, in July. And that takes the annual uh, decline to 7.3% when you look back from July to August last year. So it's, uh, yeah, certainly very much in, in an annual rate, still very much in decline. But to get that 0.1% up uh, in the last month is quite a, a considerable development. The ashes have started and traditionalists are a bit cranky with the players' outfits, Claire. Yeah, they really don't like having the colourful numbers and names put on the back of their white uh, shirts. Of course, the ashes uh, is sort of like, and test cricket more broadly, is kind of like the Wimbledon of of, of tennis where they're very plain and very white and very traditional. But, yeah, having big numbers and names certainly is quite sacrilege to many. Hopefully it acts as a tough extra layer for the Aussies they're going to have to have thick skin to get through the balmy army's taunts this year. (laughs) There's a brutal (laughs) new song that they're uh, chanting apparently from the stands and a link to um, those lyrics is in the email this morning. It's super harsh. Uh, And good to see, though, last night that Steve Smith, who's the former captain who was caught up in that ball tampering scandal last year, uh, scored a century overnight. He saved the day, really. We didn't start well, but... He posted a total of 144. We finished up with 284 England's batting now. Yeah, half our score. He did incredibly well. Yeah. Anyone who's a cricket fan or who lives with a cricket fan, expect to watch a lot of cricket over the weekend. Friday Lights is a section of the Squeeze Today email that gives some recommendations on some lighter news, recipes, tips and tricks. I'm looking forward personally to some lime and almond slice with my Monday morning coffee. Claire, nice of you to bake that for us over the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, and slices are good for that kind of thing. So like if I bake it on Saturday or maybe even Sunday morning, um, it'll be pretty fresh for a couple of days. So, yes, you can look forward to that. I'm looking forward to having a go at that. That'll be (laughs) lovely. Uh, and apparently someone is turning four weddings and a funeral, the iconic movie from the early 1990s, into a 10-part series. So Mindy Kaling uh, is an American actress and comedian. She's been uh, also around producing and sort of that back end of uh, making TV and making movies for a while. If you watch The Office, the US version, you'll you'll know her from that. But, yes, she's taken on a rather uh, big, big project. Reports say that it's more of a reimagining of that movie rather than a remake. But, gee, there's a, a brutal review. I love a 
brutal review. Oh, okay, so we're not sure about it. Gotcha. Well, it's only been released in the States. We have to wait for an Aussie release date, but I guess people will find out for themselves. The song lyric, Claire. Song lyric today is I Feel It In My Fingers. Uh, it's, of course, the uh, first lyric of uh, Wet, Wet, Wet's Lovers All Around, which, mm-hmm. of course, is directly linked to Four Weddings and a Funeral. Was that one of the songs in Four Weddings and a Funeral? I think of Love Actually. Yeah, no, it was. It was. Oh, it was the song. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Now, I need to watch that movie again. It's been a few years oh, since such I've a seen good Four one. Weddings and a Funeral. It is. It's fantastic. Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Uh, if you enjoy listening each morning, please tell others about us. That's the number one way that we grow. We hope everyone has a great Friday, an awesome winter weekend, and we will talk to you on Monday. Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website. Thank you.